Welcome back. Um, today we decided to start, I guess, cults. We're going to do a bunch of different ones, but uh, for the first one, we decided to do the uh, Nexium sex cult. I guess because it's one of the most recent ones, maybe? Yeah, and it's fucking weird. Like they branded you and shit. Which, you know, nothing wrong with a little branding. You are not branding me. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's tragic, the people that were in these cults. and the, Any cult, really. Um, there'll probably be some stuff in here that's pretty triggering, and if that's the word, and that may cause, you know, repressed memories or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, just be aware. It's not going to be all lollipops. Gum and, and fairies. Yeah, so. But, but I guess when you say cults, it's not going to be gumdrops and fairies. And we wanted to do one that's not talked about a whole lot, so. But Nexium is spelled N-X-I-V-M. Which is the weirdest whatever, I guess. They are an American sex cult that engaged in sex trafficking while being... While claiming to be a multi-level marketing company. So already, because aren't those multi-level marketing companies Ponzi schemes? I mean, there was a bit of a scam scheme in this, yes. Well, all the market level, all those are, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Um, Unless we're wrong. Unless there is one that was legit. I I don't know one. They were based in Clifton Park, New York. Uh, That's a suburb of Albany. Um... They claim to have, offer personal and professional development se- seminars uh, through its executive success programs with an emphasis on branding. Kidding. That's I threw that part in. <laughs> I think they're the ones that branded. I thought I was almost positive I seen a picture. I don't know. This sounds like a bunch of hoobala 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 pay me a lot of money. Like, hey, let's make candles and hold hands. Uh, the company has wow. been widely described as a cult. Uh, it was shown in court to have been a recruiting platform for a secret society called DOS in which women were branded there it is. and forced into sexual slavery. Sign me up. It That's, was... You know what? This is, the, this is the retreat you turned down. Hey, let's go on this retreat. Let's do some team building. No, you brand people. Okay, I seen Peggy last week and she has some kind of thing on her ass from a, from a hot brand. We're not doing that. Since she had to wear a ball gag all week. No, that would hurt. I'm, I don't I don't want to go to the the uh, outing and team building exercise. Yeah, because it's not very team building, is it? Because it yeah. seems like uh, sexual someone's, slavery. Hey, someone's team's getting built. Okay? Somebody's is. Uh, in, in early 2018, Nexium founder Keith Rainier and his associate actress, Allison Mack, were arrested and indicted on federal charges related to DOS, including, but not limited to, sex sex trafficking. Um, Others associated with Nexium were also charged with federal crimes. As of April 2019, five people associated with Nexium, Nexium Mag, Nexium co-founder Nancy Salzman, Lauren Salzman, um, Seagramaris, Claire Bronfman, and bookkeeper Kathy Russell had pled guilty to various charges. Seagram, what is that? Like, uh, it's like Seagram, isn't that rum? Let me check. Um, anyway, Rainier was convicted in federal court on sex trafficking and racketeering. It's whiskey. Okay. Great. That, that clears everything up. 
on June 19th, 2019. Um, that's when they were convicted for that trafficking and racketeering. On September 30th, 2020, Claire Bronfman, Bronfman became the first defendant sentenced in the case. She was ordered to serve six years and nine months in a federal prison. Doesn't seem like enough. No. After Rainier's conviction, he continued to direct loyalists from behind bars, encouraging continued recruitment at his direction. Members of the group have regularly danced outside Rainier's jail. Are you kidding me? And staged coordinated protests of individual prosecutors. Uh, in September of 2020, it was estimated uh, about 50 to 60 people remained very loyal to Rainier. He was sentenced to 120 years in prison. So what you're saying is... He looks like he's fucking nuts. What you're saying is, is there's still hope for these people that he'll get out? Yeah. How is he allowed to have people dancing outside his cell? I don't understand. He could dance anywhere. How is he allowed to still be organizing this stuff? He's not organizing it. He, oh, bullshit, he's not. It just said right there well, that know, he continues he, to he, do it. I know, but they can't prove that he's breaking any laws. I mean, you going to tell me they don't video, they don't record these conversations? He can't help the fact that they're outside of his cell doing some kind of weird macarena. It's not his fault. That's what his lawyers say anyway. Well, that's what they're paid to say. This was also only founded in 1998. That's, that's true. Um, before founded Nexium, Rainier created Consumers Byline. It was a business venture uh, that the New York Attorney General accused of having been a pyramid scheme. So, yes, you were right. I thought so. So, what is a pyramid scheme? Well, hang on, I'll look it up. Uh, a pyramid scheme basically is a vigil. It's a vigil, vigil. And then that you don't too. want to mess with the ninja because you get the jujitos. It's a business module for some reason that wanted to come out as one word. Bajajal. That recruits members via a promise of payments or services for enrolling others into the scheme rather than supplying investments or sale of products. As recruiting multiples, uh, as recruiting multiples, multiplies recruiting becomes quickly impossible and most members aren't able to profit as such pyramid schemes are unsustainable and often illegal i am going to punch you how am i supposed to talk with one of those exactly shut up i'm all fucking so his entire thing basically you just bring one person in and then you just keep going and going and going isn't that what ponzi did yeah it's kind of a ponzi thing uh, Rainier signed a consent order in 1996 in which he denied any wrongdoing, but agreed to pay a $40,000 fine to be permanently banned from promoting, offering, or granting participation in a chain distribu distribution scheme. Well, doesn't seem like that stuck. Because uh, in 98... $40,000 probably wasn't much to him. And in 98, he started his sex cult. Uh, with uh, Nancy Salzman. And they found a Nexium. So their claim was it was a personal development company. It offered executive success programs and a range of techniques for self-improvement. Um, Rainier also claimed that the program's main emphasis 
is to have people experience more joy in their lives. Okay, well, anybody can start something like that and feed you a bunch of BS for a bunch of money to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, like those dudes that sell crystals and shit. Okay, to be fair, we have a couple... We Well, we have one store that we really like to go to close to us, but we go to a flea market that's not close to us that's basically the only thing to do right now, but we really enjoy going... But there is this crazy dude that sells crystals. And you can clearly tell he has no idea what he's talking about. I had to be walked out of the store. We had to walk each other out of that store. I was starting to laugh out loud. We had to walk each other out. As he was describing how to use crystals. And and he wasn't even saying it right. And it was just like, it was just a look. I'm like, you got some pretty rocks. We looked at each other, and it was just this look like, if we do not get out of here, we're going to get in trouble. Right. And we walk, have to, unfortunately, we have to walk by his stall, like, every time we go. It's, it's a quick, it's a quick walk. Don't look, just walk. <laughs> Don't look, just walk. <laughs> but he seems like the type that probably would have been in for the, uh, make yourself feel better. And I get right now, especially now, trying to find things to make you feel better. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But maybe try to read in between the lines before you get drafted into a sex cult. So this Rainier, this is where it gets crazy. So, well, it starts to get crazy. This this should have been the indicator that this is fucking nuts. Um, during Nexium's seminar, students were expected to call Rainier and Salzman Vanguard and Perfect. Oh, Prefect. Sorry, Prefect. Respectively, the Hollywood Reporter wrote that Rainier adopted this title, Vanguard, from his favorite video arcade game. <laughs> I'll go ahead and read this since you can't stop laughing. In which the destruction of one's enemies increased one's power. I am sorry, but no. <laughs> and what is it with these cults? And these people that are running them that want to be called these stupid ass names. Call me prefect. Um, I'm sorry. That's do you... above perfect. No, a, a prefect is something in Harry Potter. I, I know. I'm just. So no. I, I'm, I know. I, I understand. I'm just. I just don't understand how these people, how people get sucked into these things. I just don't understand it. I don't. I think it was a bad, uh, bad choice of words when you said sucked for a sex cult. Yeah, I didn't think about that for a sex cult. But, yeah, but I still stand by it. How do people... Here's this. How do they get consumed by these cults? They, they, they got... I, I don't understand if it's just people who are looking for the answer. I know, I and think And they'll take people... any answer. Because if you tell this to me, I'm like, what the fuck? are you talking about like especially what? with the heaven's gate guy which we will do because he drives me crazy but i don't understand it's like these people can sniff out the ones that will believe them well i guess he said the reasoning for the titles was that rainier was the leader of a philosophical movement and salzman was his first student philosophical movement my ass and bowel movement maybe uh, by 2003 3,700 people had taken part in ESP classes, reportedly including businesswoman Sheila Johnson, um, former Surgeon General Antonio Novello, 
Enron. Uh, Enron executive Stephen Cooper and Anna Cristina, uh, Fox daughter of former Mexican President Vicente Fox. Other participants who were reported included uh, entrepreneur Richard Brannon. He Ooh, denied. Of course. He yeah. denied taking the class. <laughs> he wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I don't know what to talk about. I didn't take off a glass. Um, Edgar Bronfman, Bronfman Sr. and actress Linda Evans, Grace Park, Nikki Klein, and in the early 2000s, Seagram, Eris Claire, and Sarah Bronfman. Uh, daughters of Egg. Okay, hang on a second. Why does Linda Evans sound familiar? Linda Evans wasn't that uh, that. Hang on, I'm looking her up. She was in Dallas or something like that. I thought. She is. She's an American actress known primarily for her roles on television in the '60s. She played Audra Barkley, the daughter of Victoria Barkley, in the Western television series The Big Valley. She is best dynasty. Okay, there's not a whole lot between Dynasty and Dallas. There's a whole, not a whole lot of difference. My she was uh, she portrayed Crystal Carrington in Dynasty. God, this thing already sounds. She's old ridiculous. though. I don't understand. But it does. It, okay, just putting my own prejudice aside. Oh, she was also in Dallas. What is it that these successfully successful, highly educated? people are buying into this cult my thought is they were into the sex trafficking part of it they were into the sex part of it they had to be they had to be um nexium's training is a is a trade secret i bet it it is is. yes it has to be because it's illegal uh subject to non-disclosure agreements so if you participate you cannot tell anybody about it and then when i brand you you can't bitch about it later because you signed the nda but reportedly uses um, a technique the organization organization calls rationale inquiry to facilitate personal and professional development. So basically, they're brainwashing you. I guess. In 2003, Nexium sued the Ross Institute in a case known as Nexium Court versus Ross Institute, alleging copyright infringement for publishing ex- excerpts of the content from its manual and three critical articles commissioned by cult investigator. Rick Allen Ross. Uh, this was posted on his website. Ross posted a psychi- uh, psychiatrist assessment of the Nexium secret um, in which it was exposed as expensive brainwashing. Yeah, there you go. And I'm sorry, but you can't really sue if you've got your manuals out there. It's not really copyright infringement if he's not using it for anything. Well, if you just look at the picture of this motherfucker, he's nuts. I mean, yeah, he's putting it out there for people to look at and to say, hey, this be smelling wrong. Um, Ross obtained the manual from former member Stephanie Franco, a co-defendant in the trial. Uh, She had signed a non-disclosure agreement not to divulge information from the manual to others. Okay, to be fair, she didn't tell him about it. She could have just left it laying out and said... But it was in her possession. Well, it doesn't matter. If somebody's going through her house and finds it, that ain't her fault. No, it actually says she gave it to him. What um, are you doing? Nexium filed suits in both New York and New Jersey, but both were dismissed. Of course. On appeal, the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit affirmed the lower court's dismissal, ruling the defendant's critical analysis of the materials uh, were obtained in bad faith. 
in violation of the non-disclosure agreement was fair use since the secondary use was transformative and criticism and was not a potential replacement for the original on the market. Right, so he wasn't using it. He just called it bullshit. Yeah, he wasn't using it to try to recruit his own sex member cult. He was using it as a, uh, this is what's happening, it's kind of effed up. Hey, that's my manual for sex trafficking cult. Right. Hey. (laughs) It can only... His, his, I, I just can't believe he had the balls to go out there and say, hey, this is how I get my sex slaves. He needs to figure out how to get his own sex slaves. I am Vanguard. Hello. Jesus. And how, once, how do you, are you sitting there? Because I picture this as, you know, how you always see these self-help seminars. I picture, like, from Dexter, the one guy that used to be fat, got skinny, had his, it was a sex cult. That's what it was. They kidnapped people who had sex with them and then killed them. Um, but that's how I picture it running. You're up there on the stage, got your little headset on, you got all these people in the audience watching, and how does somebody not bust a gut laughing when they come out and says, Hi, I'm Vanguard. Um, I would laugh! This was my born name, but this is the name I gave myself off of preconceived ideas that I'm something special and set aside from everybody else. Call me Vanguard. I mean, and it's from a video game that I used to like to play. But the video game's a secret. I mean, I would probably be one of the ones that has to be escorted out because I would have been able to stop laughing. Take me to the crystal guy. Yeah, I would rather talk to the crystal guy at the flea market than this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He must have had some powerful shit in those meetings. Probably pumping hallucinogens in. Um, and... October 2003, Forbes published an article on Nexium and Rainier. Uh, Vanity Fear subsequently reported the article. People, um, people at Nexium were stunned, expecting a positive story. The top ranks had spoken to Forbes, including Rainier and Salzman and Sarah Bronfman. What upset them above all were Ed- Edgar Bronfman's remarks. Um, and he said, I think it's a cult. Well, damn, I think he nailed the, he, he got it right on the head. I mean, that's what it Along was. Along with the other 99% of people who use their brain. He told the magazine, uh, going to say that he was troubled with the emotional and financial investment in Nexium by his daughters, to whom he had not spoken with in months. In 2006, Forbes published an article about Bronfman's sisters stating they had taken out a line of credit to loan Nexium $2 million, payable, repayable through personal Jesus. training sessions and phone consultations with Salzman. They, <laughs> they lost their money. They didn't get their money's worth. Holy shit. Uh, I'm not- so we need to borrow like $2 bucks um, because as you can see, we're highly successful. That's why we're borrowing it from our members. But uh, in return, you can talk to me anytime you want. Prefect, not Vanguard. I'm going to say this because we are making fun of this a lot, but I am sure that these girls... I feel bad for them. ...that come out the ass end of this are extremely messed up. Oh, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the members. I really do. The ones that were... In there because they actually wanted to feel better and they thought they were doing something for self-improvement and he's a piece of shit for taking advantage of him. 
But you know, anybody, any cult, not just a sex cult, any cult that you come out the other end of, you are never going to be right again. Right. And, and, and I think that when they talk to experts, they say, you know, even though you escape from a cult or you defect from that group, your life is never the same again because you were with that. That's a way, that was a way of life. That was your, you know, that's what you did. And to come out of that, you probably can't trust anything again. You're not going to be able to trust yourself because you fell for it. You're not going to be able to trust others around you because you don't know, are they going to pull me into something like that again? Right. And think of how long it takes. I don't know. I can't think of the word that I want to, I guess, to assimilate back into the real world after something like this. It would be hard. It would be devastating. It's just, it's, I just, oh, in October, um... Did you do that one? The, uh, yes. In 2006, you did that one. And another Forbes article also uh, in 2010 discussed the failures of commodities and real estate deals by the uh, Braun Foffmans made on Rainier's advice. So he's taking money from people, offering them real estate advice and self-help advice, and it's kind of turning out to be... Right. And how does it seem like a good exchange? I'm going to give you $2 million. And all you have to do to repay me is feed me some BS and we're good. After actress Kristen Kewark, Crook. Crook something became involved with Nexium in 2006, Salzman and his daughter Lauren Her went. Daughter. What? Yeah. Oh, yep. Salzman and her daughter Lauren went to Vancouver, British Columbia to recruit um, her Smallville co-star Allison Mack. I wondered why her name sounded familiar. She was in Smallville. I think that's the only thing she was ever in. Because I think shortly after that, she got sucked into this. Um, She was Chloe Sullivan on Smallville. Amanda on the FX series um, Wilfred. That was the one where, uh, what's his name that played Frodo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was with the dog in the costume that everybody else saw a regular dog, but he saw a dude in a costume. Um, the younger Salzman, Lauren herself, a junior Nexium leader, bonded with Mac, and the later became lovers. Though. Um, Kerbick subsequently left Nexium. Mac became an enthusiastic. What is that? Prostalizer. Persuading her parents to take courses and wrapping, uh, after wrapping production of Smallville, she moved to Clifton Park, New York uh, to be near the Nexium home base in Albany. So. So the big spaceship. She was the big So spaceship. you're in a sex cult now and your best, your best idea is to say, hey, mom and dad, come join. I don't think they've seen it as a sex cult. Maybe the sex cult stuff happened. It would have to have happened behind the scenes. Yeah, because right now it just seems like a a money-making scheme. It seems like a Ponzi scheme. It seems like he's taking money from members and in return offering this crap advice. Um, Him and Prefect. Vanguard and Prefect. The touchy-filly advice to make you feel better. Yeah, like you probably get like a candle or something that you made or some kind of beads 
And then once he gets you sucked in enough, he tests the water to see, like, hey. Well, yeah, because I think that does happen later. There's some more stuff happening. Would you like to see what happens behind my curtain? Right right now, we're just in the fuckery area, but if you want to see the ultimate fuckery area, it's back here. like the fucking Wizard of Oz. Hey, Um, don't look at the man behind the curtain. In 2008, the Bronfman uh, sisters allegedly pressured Stephen Herbert's a confidant of their father to ask Albany Court District Attorney David Soares, New York Governor Elliot Spitzer, and New Jersey Attorney General Ann Milgram to begin criminal investigation into Nexium's critics. Nexium reportedly kept dossiers and Soares... Um, dossiers on Soares. Dossiers on Soares, Spitzer, and political consultants Roger Stone... U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer. Nice. And Albany Times Union publisher George Randolph Hearst III in a box in the basement of Nancy Salzman's home. So, dossiers as in, if you don't do what I want you to, I'm going to try to blackmail you that's type you, stuff? That's how you get shit done. So, they were probably into some some nasty shit. Um, I didn't know Chuck Schumer was a part of that. I, that's the first I've heard of knows? that. I mean, maybe he wasn't. Maybe it's just a threat. Who knows? Um, anyway... Uh, according to the Times um, Union, according to the Times Union, Nexium developed a reputation for aggressively pursuing critics and defectors who broke from broke from its ranks. Gee, who's that sound like? Exactly, including uh, using litigation and there again to punish critics of Rainier, the organization, or its training methods. Gee, we just went through four years of that. The World Ethics Foundation Consortium. An organization co-founded by Rainier and the Bronfman sisters sponsored a visit to Albany by the Dalai Lama in 2009. Oh, Jesus Christ. He pro- Now, wait a minute. <laughs> the Dalai Lama may not have known about the fuckery happening in there. Because isn't he all about peace, love, and who knows? You don't no know hurting nobody? People. You don't know these people. Get the list of people who go to Bohemian Grove and then tell me that you're not shocked. Give me the list of people that were on the Epstein plane. Oh, I'm not shocked about any yeah. of that. I'm I, not shocked. I am. I am. There was... Famous things on there. I thought, what? Jesus. What broke my heart was John Cleese's name on that airplane. Yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith. Now, some the of Fresh it, Prince. Some of it, I don't think they... I, I'm going to go on the belief just because I love John Cleese. Like, since I was little girl, have I loved John Cleese? And the Monty Python girl, games. Apparently. Um, I'm going to say that... Maybe not everybody knew. Maybe. Come on. You're going to just put them all on a plane together so they can know. Uh, no, I think. Nope. nope I think some nope, people nope, knew. Nope. 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 They were all on that plane for nefarious reasons. Okay, but the plane, what? his plane, they didn't always have stuff on the plane. No. It was uh, it was at the uh, mm-hmm. island yeah. and like mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's where you went. Mm-hmm. That's where the plane was going. There. Anyway. Shut up. The visit well, okay, now, was initially we, canceled uh, uh, hey, by the Dalai Lama due to negative press about Nexium, but was rescheduled. And he the didn't Dalai, show up. The Dalai Lama spoke at Albany's uh, Palace Theater in May 2009. In 2017, Lama Tenzin Gohoden, the self-styled personal emissary for peace for the Dalai Lama, who had arranged the appearance, was suspended from his position amid corruption charges. The investigation also revealed a personal relationship between Dohaden and Sarah Bronfman, which began in 2009. Okay, so... Bam! Fuckity bam! So there you go. So the Dalai Lama didn't know what he's getting pulled into. No, just as a guy. Okay, and 
we don't know for sure that that leaked passenger list of his plane is true. And it could have been just like this. It had Donald Trump on it. Nobody's surprised about that. It had the Clintons on it. Again, who's surprised about that? I'm just telling you. It's going to have some right and some not. Come on. Whatever. Or it could have been like this. Or it could have just been bad people doing bad things. John Cleese is not a bad person. Yeah. Walking around saying they're good people. John Cleese is not a bad person. Nexium has been described as a pyramid scheme, a sex trafficking operation, a cult, and a sex cult. I would say yes to all the above. Exactly. In a 2010 Times Union article, former Nexium coaches characterized students as, quote, prey for Rainier's sexual and gambling proclivities. So you're telling me he's playing cards, he loses, and he points at somebody and says, that's what you get instead of all the money I owe you? Maybe. That's messed up. Uh, I would say, hey, why don't you go suck that guy's dick since you're the one that lost all the money? Kristen Keffey, a longtime partner of Rainier and mother of his child, left the group in 2014 and called Rainier dangerous, saying, all the worst things you know about Nexium are true. Well, there you go. Thanks for telling us after the fact. Right. You dumb bitch. In it's been years now. Yeah, and and how many people have been hurt? Right. Uh, in 2014, Rainier uh, founded Nexium affiliated news organization, the Knife of Aristotle. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Later known as the Knife and the Knife Media, the Knife of Aristotle was subsequently described as a fake news website and a cult. Jesus, who does that sound like? It's like he read this before he ran for president. He, who's to say he wasn't part of it? The organization also reportedly hired journalists in an attempt to gain media support and solicit new members to Nexium as well as fabricating staff members. Okay, here's the thing. There's nothing that's going to come out about that dude, Trump, that's going to shock me. Nothing. Nothing. Because he seems capable of anything. It's like this guy. Oh my God, he was trying to be a cult leader. Maybe. I mean, kind of, in a way. He's trying to see if he can be a cult leader. Um, starting with reports by investigative journalist Frank Parlato in June 2017 and bolstered by an October 2017 New York Times article, details began to emerge about Donimus Obsquisororium. So they think, hey... A secret sisterhood. We're going to put this in Latin. Right. And so this secret sisterhood was within Nexium, in which female members were allegedly called slaves, branded with the initials of Rainier and Mac, subjected to corporal punishment from their quote-unquote masters, and required to provide nude photos or other potentially damaging information about themselves as collateral. Why do you need collateral? So that they can keep them as slaves. Law enforcement representatives had alleged that DOS members were forced into sexual slavery. That's kind of what it sounds like. It does. And the Smallville bitch helped. Yes. Too bad Superman was not real. Right. Sarah Edmondson, a Canadian actress who had been an ESP participant in 2005, said that she left Nexium after Mac inducted her into DOS. Abducted. Inducted. Inducted her. That no, means I that... I know. I'm just... I'm, wow. Went over your head. 
It they, did. The, the previous march at her Albany home. Edmondson alleged that participants were blindfolded, naked, held down by Mac and three other women and branded uh, by Nexium affiliated Dr. Daniel Roberts using a cauterizing pen. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Well, they can just fuck right off. I'm going to tell you what. Normally, this sounds like a good Friday night, you know. So what you're saying is, is that you would like to be held blindfolded and naked and held down by four other naked women. Yes. Really now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But these people, this is, this was probably not the plan. This is what I'm getting at. If this is consensual, it's fine. I don't think anybody's going to consent to a cauterizing pain. You'd be surprised. There's those fuckers that like pain, which is fine. They, they can like pain. That's great. But my, my point is, is that these people probably didn't know. Well, no, because they're already being held down before it even starts. That's my point. You're holding them down. Why? So they can brand them. That's Obviously, messed that up. Oh, not, that's messed up. That's not consensual at this and, point. And if this bitch is a real doctor, pull that license. Right. Appearing on an A&E television show about cults, Edmondson provided additional context for the use of the collateral concept, saying that it was used in... in, in, in I don't know. It was, it was used uh, in the earliest forms, outermost stages of Nexium, in order to assimilate victims. Oh, victims now. Uh, for example, collateralizing small amounts of money that one might forfeit if he did not get into the gym one day. So, it's punishments. Penalty. Yeah, it's punishments. You're paying a penalty. The Times reported that hundreds of members left Nexium after Edmondson went public about her experience. I bet they did. On December 15th, 2017, an ABC News Mag 2020 aired an expose featuring interviews with many former Nexium adherents, including Edmondson, um, Catherine Oxenberg, who alleged her daughter, India Oxenberg, was in danger due to the group. Several formal, formal members reported financial and sexual uh, predation by Nexium leaders. Edmondson was further featured in Escape in Nexium during the first season of the CBC podcast, Uncover. Seven socially Jesus. prominent Mexicans, including Emilio Salinas Oselli, Carlos Salinas de Gortari, and Anna Cristina Fox, Rosa Laura Junco, Loretta Garza Deviza, Daniel, Daniela Padella, Camila and Monica Duran have all been accused of involvement. I am so glad I let you take that one because we'd still be sitting here. Yep. Because sometimes my words don't work right. In March of 2018, Rainier was arrested and indicted on charges related to DOS, including sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit forced labor. I guess it would be forced labor, wouldn't it? Depending on what you're asking them to do. I mean, if they're wanting to, if they're not wanting to have sex, that's forced labor. Um, he was arrested in Mexico and held in custody in New York after appearing in federal court in Fort Worth, Texas. The um, indictment alleged that at least one woman was coerced into sex with Brainier, who forced DOS members to undergo the branding ritual alleged by Edmus, Edmondson and others. This guy is sick. Uh, United States Attorney uh, Richard Donahoe stated that uh, Rainier created a secret society of women 
whom he had sex with and branded with his initials, coercing them with the threat of releasing their highly personal information and taking their assets. So, release it. I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna be branded. Well, no. He's gonna take their money, too. So, to do this, he somehow... No, they had to sign over everything to him if they violated... Why would you sign anything that said that? I mean, my God. On April 20th, um, 2018, Mac was arrested and indicted on similar charges to Rainier's. According to prosecutors, after she recruited women first into Nexium and then DOS, Mac coerced them into engaging in sexual activity with Rainier and performing menial tasks for which Rainier allegedly paid her. Mac was further alleged to be Nexium's second in command after Rainier. On April 24th, Mac was released on a $5 million bond pending trial and held under house arrest with her parents in California. I bet. Yeah. They are super proud. This is terrible shit. This is terrible shit. Like, honey, what happened to you're all in Smallville and now you're branding people? What happened? Where did we go wrong? Lex Luthor got a hold of her. That's what it sounds like. Clark would be so disappointed. Lex Luthor got her. Salzman's home was raided shortly after Rainier's arrest, and prosecutors stated during his arraignment that further arrest and um, superseding indictment for Rainier and Mac should be expected. Uh, in late May, authorities moved to seize two Nexium-owned properties near Albany. In 2000, April 2018, the New York Post reported that Nexium had moved to Brooklyn, New York, and was being led by Claire Bronfman. On June 12, 2018, the Times Union reported that Nexium had suspended its operations due to extraordinary circumstances facing the company. Meaning, um, they found out about our kinky sex club and the shit's about to go down. And people aren't happy about it. Rothman, uh was arrested on July 24th and charged with racketeering. She was released to house arrest after signing a $100 million bail bond. Okay. Now, anybody else who's done this shit is not going to be, hey, we're going to release you to house arrest. $100 million bond. No, uh, anybody else is in prison. It's because um, they're... They're in the top 1%. Also arrested and charged with the same crimes were Nexium President Nancy Salzman and her daughter Lauren Salzman and another Nexium employee, Kathy Russell. On March 13, 2019, uh, Nancy Salzman pleaded guilty to the charge of racketeering criminal conspiracy. Also, March 2019, Lauren Salzman pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. What um, exactly is racketeering? I thought racketeering is where you, you know, in racketeering where you go and you, and you, it's almost like you're getting money from them because you're threatening them or threatening them with some sort of that physical harm or, um, just blackmail. Yeah, pretty much. Um, on April 19th, 2019, Bronfman, uh, pleaded guilty to charges of harboring an alien, um, identity fraud, um, and also visa fraud. So what kind of alien was it? Was it an alien like Paul? No. Or was it an alien like from Mexico like from or Mexico. somewhere else? Yeah, probably like that. Rainier's federal trial began on May 7th, 2019. 
On June 19, 2019, he was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking. Probably um, should be some more than that, I'm just saying. Oh, we, we're not through all of this. Uh, in January 2020, a federal lawsuit was filed in New York accusing Rainier of 14 associates of conducting illegal psychological experiments on members of the company and abusing them physically, emotionally, and financially. What about sexually? That's not in there yet, but they're getting to it. On September 30th, 2020, um, New York State's District Court for the Eastern District sentenced Bronfman to six years and nine months in federal prison. Her attorney promised to appeal, calling the sentence an abomination. No, what they did was an abomination. Why don't you tell us about their beliefs and practices? Oh, I really don't want to. In Nexium classes, rank was displayed through colored sausages. Lord have mercy. Colored sausages? Colored. Wow! <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> colored sashes. <laughs> See, you keep making fun of me now. I can't get the damn words out. I like sausages. Similar to colored belts in martial arts. Bam. <laughs> Nexium featured a 12-point mission statement, which participants recited uh, during classes pledging to purge themselves of all parasite and envy-based habits. Okay, well, shouldn't they be purging themselves of the Nexium shit? That's what they're doing. No, they're taking in the Nexium shit and purging out all the intelligent shit. Uh, they had to enroll others and to ethically control as much of the money, wealth, and resources of the world as possible within my success plan. Wow. Photographs of Rainier and Nancy Salzman were displayed during classes, which would uh, conclude with participants showing gratitude to the two leaders. Okay, look here. We're not going to call them by their names. There's no need to continue with this. It is fucking Vanguard prefect. Have fun with that. I ain't saying it. Nexium Vanguard and prefect. Almost throw a pin at your head. Nexium conducted uh, in- intensive classes for 12 hours daily for 16 days. One cited price was $7,500. Small. Classes were divided into modules. In one module, uh, relationship sourcing. What was that? Relationship sourcing. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Fuck off. Students were instructed to explore the benefits they would receive in the event of a partner's sudden death. Wow. That's not setting them up to get a big life insurance policy on somebody and then kill them, is it? Now, why, why are we learning about this? Another module, Dracula and His Ghouls. That was also from the video game. <laughs> Probably. Reportedly discussed psychopaths and their followers. Isn't that what they're doing? Yep. Uh, other module titles included Best People, Perfect World, and The Heroic Struggle. Wow. Oh my God. Nexium featured a practice called EM, or Explanation, Exploration of Meaning, that involved senior members questioning participants as they del- delved into their childhood memories. Wow. Nexium taught that some people called uh, suppressives suppressives uh, try to impede progress within Nexium. So if you're weak, you're not good for us. Apparently, people who uh, or irrevo- irrevocably turned against Rainier were said to have undergone the fall and were labeled in the words of a former member the as Luciferians, Luciferians, lost people for whom bad feels good and good feels bad. 
Wow. So he's just screwing people all up. Wow. Nexium members organized Vanguard Week, an annual celebration of Rainier's <laughs> birthday. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's Vanguard Week, and there's pre just Prefect Day, but she didn't get a week. Jesus. Nexium had been associated with several related organizations. Jeunesse was a society aimed at women, while the Society of Protectors was aimed primarily at men. Right. A third group was known by the acronym DOS, short for Dominus Obsequious Sorium. Sesorium. That so that was, was the sex club. Yeah, that was the Latin phrase, was translated by one member to mean master over slave woman. Well, there you go. It says it right there. You should get a t-shirt with that put on. Mm-mm. For you to wear. Nope. In 2006... Rainier founded Rainbow Cultural Garden, a, an international chain of child care organizations. What the fuck? <laughs> child care organizations. Oh, my God. Were to be exposed to seven different languages and a lot of dicks. What the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. What the hell? I think I remember hearing about that now that you just said something Jesus. about it. Jesus. Uh, some members of Nexium's inner circle were reportedly taught that in past lives they were high-ranking Nazis. Can <laughs> 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 just show me the proof? What? Where's the proof? I just need to see. I, just, I don't understand. It's like he's just pulling shit out of air to see what sticks. What else is in the game when you get to the third level? Oh my god. My lord. Barbara Boucher? Boucher Boucher was reportedly the reincarnation of Holocaust architect Reinhard. I oh. ain't even trying that. Heydrich, and she was also while the Nancy Salzman of Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy. There you go. While Nancy Salzman was supposed to be the reincarnation of Hitler himself. Rainier claimed to have been a leader of anti-Nazi partisans. Well, that's got to be tense. Wow. I would have thought myself that Rainier was Hitler. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. According to a complaint filed by a former Nexium member, a medical doctor performed an experiment on her that involved recording her EEG responses while viewing footage of people being murdered. So that means they hook the, the electrodes to your different parts of your head. And they're just measuring your brain waves as you are... Shown different pictures. Stimuli. Yeah. So whatever stimuli... So they just flash a bunch of pictures in front of you and then watch your brain waves. Well, it's just footage, so this could have been video. Well, what I, that's what I'm meaning. They, they're showing you different photographic images, however, if it's pictures or video, to see how you react to them. Brandon Porter, the doctor faced... Uh, Brandon Porter was the doctor. He faced 24 professional conduct charges from the New York State Board of the Official Profession of Medical Conduct, including moral unfitness to practice medicine. Good. In 2019, Porter's license was revoked for his role in the experiments and his failure to report the possible outbreak of the norovirus at Nexium's 2016 V-Week. Ew, so they all got the shits. Great. Is that what that means? Yes. Uh, Nexium. What the fuck were they were doing that they all got the shit? Well, that's a virus. So, Nexium uh, teachings drew upon diverse influences, including Ayn Rand from Parasites, L. Ron Hubbard, Suppressives, 
Milton Erickson's Hypnosis, Isaac Asimov's Science Fiction, Rudolf Steinier, Tony Robbins, and Neuro-Linguistic Programming. Nexium incorporate elements of multi-level marketing and practice from judo with colored cloth for rank and bowing. What the ever-loving infinity farting fuck? They thought this guy can eat a bag of dicks. They thought that since um, they used the colored belts for karate, it was okay for them. Why not? Hey, look, give me your seven thousand for the class. And I'll give you this white belt as a starter. And here's a yellow. It's a belt. It's a yellow belt. There's there's 100 more to get. So this keep working. is craziness. Have you looked at some of these members? Yeah, the notable Nexium participants, uh, Edgar Boone, the uh, scion of a wealthy family, I introduced Nexium to numerous affluent Mexicans, becoming head of Mex- Nexium Mexico and rising to third in the Nexium organization. He so, was a brown belt. He was behind Rainier and the small bell chick. We went over Claire Bronfman, a daughter of the billionaire Seagram's chairman, Edgar Bronfman. Um, she was introduced by her sister, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. She was charged uh, in 2018 um, with money laundering, identity theft, and connection to Nexium activities. She pled not guilty. Of course she did. Was released on the $100 million bond and placed at house arrest with electronic monitoring. Wow. In 2019, Claire uh, pled guilty to conspiracy to conceal and harbor illegal, illegal aliens for financial gain and fraudulent use of identification. That must have been, that to me... Okay. That's got to be the sex trafficking That's got to be the part. sex trafficking, right? Because they have a Mexican tie now. Yeah, so they're bringing in girls. They're switching girls and bringing in from Mexico and sending to Mexico. So I mean, it, well, all jokes aside, that's what that is, correct? Because that's <laughs> when I read that, that's what I'm That's hearing. what I'm thinking, yeah. That's, so that's, why didn't we just say it was fucking sex trafficking? Because they haven't really... They keep saying that there's sex trafficking ties, but they haven't actually said anything about sex trafficking. I guess I don't understand why we're not calling it what it is. You know, I mean, they're they're saying stuff about the sex cult because they said that he brands everybody he says sex with and he has sex with all of them. And again, I'm not against BDSM practices and group sex and stuff. If people want to do that, it's great. It's but you, you, fun. if you got to hold them down to do it, then that ain't okay. Right. That ain't okay. If you got to brainwash them to do it, again, That's not, not okay. okay. That's not consenting. That's not consenting. Uh, she faced 21 to 27 months in prison, and that's it. And has agreed to forfeit six million dollars. Oh well, good for you, honey. On September thirtieth, twenty twenty, she was sentenced to six years, nine months in prison by a federal judge. Sarah, good for him. Sarah Bronfman, daughter of Edgar Bronfman, was introduced to Nexium by a family friend in two thousand two. And that's all it says about her. Right. Uh, Pam Catfritz. That works for me. Uh, daughter of the Washington, D.C. Uh, Societies, Buffy and William Safritz. In wow, 19- somebody really named their kid Buffy. Right. In the 1990s, she resided with Rainier and Karen um, Who knows? in an Albany home. Um, Caffritz signed consent agreements with prosecutors for their role in the consumer's byline. She was a founder of uh, Genis, a Rainier-affiliated women's group. Um, she 
was reported to be Rainier's most important long-term girlfriend. Um, on the December Can you really 7th, call him girlfriends? I don't know. She died. After her death, her credit card was charged for over $300,000. Wonderful. So apparently he didn't really care about her. Big surprise. Did he really care about anybody? Himself. Uh, another member, Sunil Chakavorty. That's pretty works close for me. Uh, a software development developer uh, remained among Rainier's post-conviction followers, dancing outside the jail where Rainier was confined. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Nikki Klein mm-hmm. is a Canadian actress known for her role in the series Battlestar Galactica. According to reports, in 2006, Klein became involved with Nexium. In 2008, she reportedly requested to be let out of her contract to focus full-time on Nexium. She married fellow senior member Allison Mack in 2017. The marriage was alleged to have been a sham to evade United States immigration laws. After Rainier's conviction, Klein and others began dancing nightly outside the detention center containing Rainier. Oh my effing God. With the dancing outside of the... Just, I don't get it. You know, there's a lot of things put on YouTube that, you know, I don't know what your views are, but that would have been a funny one to catch. Like, why are these people dancing outside? What kind of a dance was it? We're going to look. Was it a ceremonial dance? We are going to look. Someone had to catch it. Someone had to catch it. We're going to look. Because Even I know, if it's a guard, like, I cannot believe these motherfuckers are back again. That's one, if I'm a guard and I'm working, I'm like, <laughs> what's this? Okay, this is going on YouTube. This is happening. It's got to. This is ridiculous. Uh, Mark Elliott was diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome at age nine and later appeared in videos claiming his experience with Nexium improved his symptoms. Elliott continued his partic- participation after Rainier's conviction, becoming a regular dancer outside of Rainier's jail. I don't get it. At some point, when they get on Rainier's, look, I get it. Try no, because he's still got, it's still showing that he's got the power over him even when he's in jail, and he has no hope of getting out of what jail. What kind of power do you got? You're in jail. Well, that's. Obviously, what you said was bullshit. Well, he, here's the thing. He never said the world was coming to an end. I guess. And he never said aliens are coming to get us, so we got to drink the punch. True. Allison Mack, this wonderful piece of shit, is an American actress known for her role in the series Smallville. Mack was reportedly recruited uh, to the Vancouver chapter of Nexium along with her Smallville co-star, uh, Christian Kirk, maybe? Yep. Kirk? Yep. Mack was reportedly a founder... She played Lana Lang. Lana or Lana? L-A-N-A. That'd be Lana. Well, there's two... There's two Langs. Same. Mac um, was reportedly a founder of DOS, a Rainier-affiliated master-slave group. Mac was arrested on April 20th, 2018 on charges of sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. Mac pleaded guilty to racketeering charges in April of 2019 and was to be sentenced in September of 2019. However, on July 15, 2019, the senior U.S. Director, District Judge, Nicholas, whatever that is, postponed the sentencing until further notice to allow federal prosecution officials to conduct uh, proceeding... No, pre-sentencing. Pre-sentencing investigations, which means... They want to make sure they can throw the book at this bitch. 
Yeah. Uh, well, well, I guess I can agree with that on that. Because um, the sex, the the sex slave shit didn't start until her ass came in. It's just, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Whatever. Uh, Brandon Porter, M.D., a medical doctor, conducted unlicensed human subject research on 200 people for Nexium during a fright study. Porter exposed subjects of disturbing videos, including actual footage of decapitations. In 2016, Porter was uh, present at a Nexium retreat where 300 to 400 individuals were struck by an un- unidentifying disease. Uh, Porter Gee. failed to report the outbreak in violation of his duties as a licensed medical doctor. He was stripped of his medical license in 2020. Okay, I'm going to put a pause right here. They kind of are the Nazis. Kind of. Because this bitch is conducting experiments, and he probably didn't report the outbreak because he experimented and started said outbreak. Probably. Uh, Keith Rainier, uh, born on August 26, 1960, is the founder of Nexium. In March of 2018, he was arrested and indicted on a variety of charges related to DOS, the secret sisterhood uh, with Nexium, including sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit forced labor. He was found guilty of all charges at trial, and he was sentenced to 120 years in prison. So he's, like, so not getting out. Danielle Roberts, uh, D.O., is an um, osteopathic physician. What the hell is that? And that's going to be like bone type stuff, osteo. Okay. Uh, she gained notoriety for having used the cauterizing pen to brown 13 women in connection with the group known as DOS. In 2020, the uh, New York Board of Medical Conduct began an investigation into Roberts. Good for them. A year later, it brought charges against her. Which could result in the revocation of her license. After Rainier's conviction, Roberts was among the dancers outside the jail when he was incarcerated. We are looking this up. I just, I don't understand the dancing outside the jail. We are totally looking that up because I just, I got to see what this is. Are they, like, dancing naked in the moonlight? What's happening? I don't think they'd be allowed to. That's... That'd be illegal. Okay, the next one, and I am sorry if I butcher the name. Emiliano Salinas is a venture capitalist and businessman. He is the son of former Mexican President Carlos Salinas de Gortia. Salinas served as vice president of... Porpoise Capital, a financial um, institution with ties to Rainier and Nexium. I just don't understand it. Nancy Salzman, a psychiatric nurse and trained uh, practitioner of hypnotism. There we go. That's how they are doing it. And uh, neurologistic programming met Rainier in 1998. The two founded Executive Success Programs, a personal development company offering a range of techniques aimed at self-improvement. In March 2019, Salzman pled guilty to racketeering. So, she should have lost her nursing license, too. Mm-hmm. Because, shit. Um, and then a Karen A. 
Underterrainer is a member who became Rainier's live-in partner beginning in the 1980s and an early employee of his company, Consumers Byline. So she's just been there since the fucking 80s. And is at no point thought, hey, this is not okay. Uh, Here's some critical uh, former members. Barbara the, the Boucher was a client of Nancy Salzman, having been referred to her in 1988. Beginning in 2000, uh, Boucher dated Rainier. In 2009, she and eight other women, the Nexium 9, confronted Rainier with concerns about abuse within the organization. That year, she left the group and later went to law enforcement. So, once she found out about the messed up fuckery going on in the background, she said something. Good. Uh, Sarah... Edmondson is a Canadian actress. Um, she left Nexium in early 2017. She publicly denounced the organization, claiming that she was invited into DOS, a substructure within Nexium operated by Rainier and Mac, and was branded with a combination of Rainier's and Mac's initials at Mac's Albany home. Um, Edmondson showed the brand in a New York Times expose of Nexium. That must have been the picture that I saw mm-hmm. was of, of the brand. Um, and I think they did the, it's the last initials, the last name initials, the yeah. R and the M. Um, Kristen Keffey became Rainier's partner in the early 1990s. In 2013, uh, she gave birth to Rainier's son in February of 2014, she broke with Rainier and his group. Fleeing the region with her son, an email bearing uh, Keffy's name explained, I have full sole legal custody of the kid. Uh, Keith was experimenting on him. I had to get him away. Keffy publicly described Rainier as dangerous. In 2015, Keffy alleged that Nexium leaders had planned to lure critics to Mexico with an invitation to an anti-cult conference. Once in Mexico, the critics were to be arrested on false charges by order of a judge who had been bribed. So they were going to get him down to Mexico and put him in Mexico jail where you'd never see him again, probably. Yeah, apparently in um, the headquarters there was a dungeon. This is where a lot of these girls were brought. A lot were ordered to be under 100 pounds. Um, So... It's not like they were fed or, or watered, um, you know, and, and taken care of. It was the expectation that you'll be less than 100 pounds. How is that attractive? And this is what he wanted. A lot of them seen him as a supreme being. Um, there was even one who had rape trauma from where she was raped, and he said, sleeping with me will get rid of your rape trauma. Um, three, women had a, <laughs> three women had forced abortions after sleeping with him. Um, a lot of them were blackmailed, uh, usually photos or something like that. Um, brainwashing was huge. Well, yeah, because they had uh, somebody that was, a, what, she had a diploma in it. So, it does look like a lot of these girls were sent back to Mexico. Um, or they came from Mexico, and if he did not, if they, if they did not do 
what he wanted them to do, then he threatened to send them back to Mexico. So that was, the sex trafficking was really for him. He was the one who was doing a lot of the, having a lot of the sex. Well, apparently Mac was too, because she was pulling him in. Because she got convicted, or she's... They were paddled, um, put in cages, or threats of being put in cages. Jesus. There was some that were um, actually, uh, they, they say here, there's a, there was a flexible hanging cage that was hanging from the ceiling. Like those things you see in movies with like the, in clubs where go-go dancers are in? Yeah. But they would be locked inside of there. Um, that's just some of the stuff that came out in the trial. Uh, when they, you know, have witnesses take the stand who would, who would at least... And some of these girls were like 15 years old. Um, yeah, during a, a relationship, Camila and Rainier expected her to be available for sex at all hours. Ordered the weight to be 100 pounds and directed her to get an abortion. So, that's kind of what they were dealing with in this sex cult. And they all thought this man was... Jesus incarnate or some higher being. Jesus Christ. If, if you can imagine that, that's just crazy. And the the one with the the 120 years. 120 years is not enough. It's not, because now she's got even more rape trauma. Unless she's one of the ones out there dancing under his window. 120. Well, some of the victims of this trafficking and abuse and stuff are people who dance under his window, which is even more mind baffling to me. I. Why? Why? I don't understand it. Um, there's been a lot of... Well, there's been some films and documentaries and books, obviously, on this. Um, oh, there's one, been quite a few. Investigation Discovery, did The Last Women of Nexium. That uh, was a two-hour special. HBO did one called The Vow. It was in 2020. Stars did one. Yeah, um, that was called Seduced Inside the Nexium Cult. Um, Catherine Oxberg actually produced a film. Um, it's a lifetime, lifetime. movie. Escape him, escaping Nexium. A mother's fight to save her daughter. Um, the program, Inside the Mind of Keith Rainier, The Rise and Fall of Nexium. It's a book. Scar, The True Story of How I Escaped Nexium and the Cult That Bound My Life. By Sarah Edmondson. She's the one that, that, that introduced her sister. But she's also the one that came out with no charges. So, what happened to Nexium after... <clears throat> their leader, so, um, Mr. Vanguard. Was, after uh, that piece of shit's conviction, uh, beginning in July 2020, at least six Nexium loyalists were organizing dance protests outside the detention center, which houses Rainier. What so is this? dance is this, protests. Is this the town of Footloose? It must be. They, so they must have crossed the railroad track where it's okay to dance. Wow. Operating under the name We Are As You... Dancers include actor Nikki Klein and branding doctor Danielle Roberts. While incarcerated, Rainier has maintained his leadership role over Nexium. Regularly communicating with his followers by phone, Rainier instructed his followers to solicit the assistance of Alan Dorshowitz. Why am I not surprised? The attorney who successfully negotiated a non-prosecution agreement of Jeffrey Epstein. Why am I not surprised there's a connection to Jeffrey Epstein? But here's the thing. That guy caught shit. 
after that because after that non-prosecution thing, you find out all the stuff Epstein was into. Rainier gave false names of people who allegedly uh, was allegedly calling the prison officials and call recipients employed burner phones in an attempt to avoid detection. In one instance, Rainier instructed a follower to get scrutiny on the judge in case explain in his case explaining that the judge needs to know who he's being watched and this is being recorded and nobody's adding to his charges because <clears throat> i thought judge i thought i could be wrong but i thought all phone calls they are they're recorded. from prison they are recorded that. they tell you that like you know like if you receive a phone call from the, this phone call is being recorded so does the person on the like the person receiving the phone call knows it's being recorded, but does the person? Uh, well, you would think, especially how do they not know? Especially if you're Jesus incarnate. Exactly. You should know that, right? Jesus, criminy. On September twenty fifth, twenty twenty, Needle. Nexium Needle. I am just so aggravated with these people. Nexium Leader. I am not even trying with that name. <laughs> oh my god. You do that name. Nexium uh, leader. Sunil. See, that's. Chakravorty. That's what it was. I was trying to say <coughs> the dude's name. Emailed prosecutors a demand that they sign or deny a Rainier authorized ethics affidavit, giving prosecutors a 5 p.m. Wednesday deadline for response. The demand addressing five individuals prosecutors by name threatens provocative public actions that bring hidden transgressions to light and send a message to judges, prosecutors, and federal agents that they answer to us. Do they? Simultaneously, a team of 10 individuals descended on the U.S. Attorney's Office to deliver the demand in person. At the same time, another individual attempted to deliver a package to a former Rainier prosecutor at her law firm. The oh balls. my God, who does this sound like? I know. I know. It's like he read it and he was like, you know what? This, this is worked. the way. This is so, the way. So, we're going to be trying this shit. I want dancers. I he want... probably does. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> These people are fucking nuts. I just oh don't understand. I don't, I don't understand, understand how people are still following him. The, the the thing is, I don't understand the whole cult thing. I really don't. I don't understand how you're just like, you know what? I'm going to put all my faith in you. I know you named yourself after a video game character. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think what you're saying is right. I think that you are a higher being named Vanguard that fucks little girls and brands women and does all this horrible shit but in the end we still believe in you in the end it's all going to be good i just i don't understand i get the believing in a higher power because that's been around for eons i mean jesus look at your christians um and god knows they aren't squeaky clean (laughs) but my god i don't understand how these people that start these cults get these people to basically what it sounds like is they're signing over their soul they're signing well, over the leverage, everything the leverage that these people have on them has all been given by the person you want to post naked pictures of me have fun well it's not just that they're signing over their assets anything I mean, like why do i need to do that like that's my question like hey 
join my sex cult. Um, but doing so, you have to give me everything okay, that you own. But that's that's where we, okay. Back up. Why do I got to do that? Because that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like it's fun. That doesn't sound. You know why do I have to do that? Because to be honest, I'm just gonna join another sex cult. I mean, I, I don't need to give you all my shit. It's a scheme from the beginning. Everybody who profited. I'm sorry. Only one person profited, and it was that guy. Well, yeah. And probably Mac, because she's the one that started the sex cult. I just, <clears throat> I don't understand how anybody who's educated, but then you get the blinders pulled over you, and if, let's say you're, it's a bad time in your life, you're looking for something to look, to believe in, someone to look up to, maybe. I just don't know how any functioning adult with an education, and not even an education, just with a functioning brain can look at it and say, yeah. They feed on these know. people. It's that a have- certain personality type. It's a certain personality type, always. They feed on people with low self-esteem that have been abused. But let's face it, I have low self-esteem. I've been abused. But I ain't falling for that shit. Well, here's the thing. Um, Just him, himself, is a contradiction. You gotta be about 100 pounds. But I can be 200. You are fat, dude. Like, that would be my thing. Like, why, why do I gotta be that when you're fat? And my question is, what is attractive about a hundred? I can't even remember the last time I weighed hundred pounds. I mean, each their own. You like your thing or whatever, and you'd be skin and bones. But it's the contradiction in it, like it's the power trip. Like I work out, right? Right. We both do. We both we do it together. We decided that's what we wanted to do, so we do it together. Um. It would be wrong of me, though, to be to work out. You didn't want to or couldn't be able to. You didn't make that decision. And then for me to dog you out about it. Right. You know, oh, you're fat. I mean, we joke, but you know what I mean. Like, if it was a real hurtful thing. Well, yeah, the duck butt thing the other night caught me off guard. Because I thought you were huh? saying I was so fat I waddled. Because when you hear duck butt, that's what you think. They waddle. Uh, damn, girl. You got junk in your trunk. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> Because that's why I stopped and looked at you. I'm like, is he saying I'm fat or what's happening here? No, you're far from it. But curvy. I just, I don't understand. I I don't don't understand. Especially when you have families coming and saying, hey, we want you home. This is hurting you and they're not listening. I just don't understand how these people are able to get their claws in so deep that nobody listens. That's a lesson we could all learn, I guess. What are you talking about our contest? Well, on this cheerful note, um, we're running a contest. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm running it because it's our first one, so we'll see. Um, It's a contest for we want to hear your three favorite podcasts of ours, and we want to hear three suggestions from you guys of ones that you would like to hear. It might be something we've already got written down. It might be something we haven't thought of yet. Um, and whoever wins gets a free medium plush from our, um, wow, not from that, from our, uh, Etsy store called Fairy Tavern. It'll be a medium worm, a medium mothman, a Bigfoot or Nightcrawler, it's your choice. Um, and you can tweet us your responses, our Twitter account's the same as our podcast name. And then mm-hmm. our email is cryptidkillers at yahoo.com. And then we'll, of course, notify whoever wins when we decide to end it. Colored sausages. Why are you, what? That's what you said. 
I didn't say anything about colored sausages. Yeah, different colored sausages. I did not. You're still on the sausage thing from a couple podcasts ago. Okay, well, thanks for listening. This yep. was kind of a messed up one, and this will not be the only cult that we do. And um, I can't guarantee that we will not make fun and laugh through the entirety of all of those, too. But we do understand that the people that have went through this stuff, it's hard. It's rough. It's rough on them. We're more making fun of the people that have the balls to start this stuff. And running the scheme, yes. And we really don't understand how people get into this stuff and follow it. But that's just us. We're not meaning any disrespect to the people that do get no, wrapped no, up no, in no. it. I feel bad for them. I yeah. Really, I feel really bad for them. Yeah. Because it's, it's got to be rough to come down and realize we've been lied to for however long we've Even been Even these in. QAnon people, you know? I mean, they've believed, believed, and believed this. And come to find out it was a bunch of bullshit. But they really, truly, I mean, you see that I don't agree with them. I don't agree but with But they truly they believe the stuff that they are saying. And I'm t- on the totally opposite side of what they believed in. But I do see when you when you, when you you talk, you know, when they talk to them on the news or whatever, you hear the sound bites. They, they really believe that. They really do. And I, here's the thing. <coughs> it's we, like a Christian being told, hey, God doesn't really exist. Right. And, and being shown the proof. And it's going to be devastating. But like we have said... In numerous podcasts, you are free to believe in what you want Absolutely. to and do what you want to with whoever behind closed doors, as long as, it, long as it does not hurt other people. And it's consenting. And it's consenting, but these QAnon people have hurt other people. Correct. Well, so have Christians. So have Christians. So have Buddhists. So have and monks. All of them, in the name of religion, have hurt somebody. Right. But that's kind of where we're, it's... We're non-perfect entities. People. Right. You know, and that's that's going to happen. But, for, and, the, I but mean, for the majority, I think people do this for the right reason. They do it for the right reasons. And if you go into a religion and you've already got like negative thoughts in your head, you're going to read into it what you want to. And if you want to see the violent negative in the religion, you're going to see it. Just if you're someone who's thinking about joining a religion like that or something, just or maybe run it by a close friend. Like, hey, they're saying this. Does that make sense? Is QAnon a religion or is it a it conspiracy is a, theory? It is a religion. It is a religion. But you think they would have a close friend that you could say, hey. It's not a good is, look. This is what they're telling me. And that's not just QAnon. It's just any religion. But this is what I'm being told. I'm new to it. I'm at a vulnerable place. Does this sound right? Yeah. You know? I mean, if you just for one second think, hey, this ain't right. It's probably not. And run the other way. Yeah. Anyway, you guys have a good uh, afternoon. And we'll probably do another cult one because, like I said, I, I got to do the Heaven's Gate guy because I just don't understand how you could look at him and say, yeah, that was good. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>